Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. sitting alone on a Friday night? Did you click on that meet local MILFs in your area button and gave your computer an STD? (laughs) You want to know how to make lasting friendships and go to those fun parties you see on diarrhea to medication commercials? Well, get out your pen and paper because today we're going to school in being antisocial. We'll talk you through how to talk to anybody because we love you and we want the best for you. Welcome to this week's Brighter Side. I don't want to talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my day's been bad. I hate everything. Don't do that. No, no, people hate that. No, be pleasant to be around. Yes, yeah, absolutely. How are you all doing? I'm Ed Larson. That's Amber Nelson, of course. And uh, we're the brighter side, and we love you. We miss you. And uh, I think we were trying to figure out something to talk about this week. And and both of us, we, you know, I, I mean... It's sometimes it's it's the party season. Yeah. And I don't always want to go out. You know, I, I I skipped Halloween parties this year, except for like the mini one we did with our close personal friends. You didn't dress up. No, I didn't even dress up. I mean, why? Well, I, I, mean, I wore a cheetah, you know, two piece. <laughs> but that's your normal <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> gown, Ed. <laughs> you didn't I, dress up either in that one. <laughs> and the pink. Yeah, I just wore an outfit I've always wanted to wear. Yeah. That's it. I, I think d- Halloween could be like that. It could, yeah, I just sometimes I just pull out an outfit. I'm like, I just like this outfit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ostentatious, but who cares? Yeah, it's fun. It is one of those nights where you could wear anything you want. But, you know, there was uh, two nights before. It was Saturday, you know, and those, that was the big Halloween party night. And My friend, my roommates, they went to a rave. They're like a late night rave. It started at midnight. I was kind of jealous. I was like, I want to go to a rave. I'll tell you what, raves are a great way or a great way to be social without having to talk to anybody. Because you just go dance your heart Uh, your heart away. Yeah, so fucking loud and you just go nuts. Wear comfortable shoes. Sometimes you even have headphones on. Yeah, you know the so, silent yeah, rage. I think, yeah, like I think that's one. That's if we're gonna give advice on how to be social when you're antisocial, raves, concerts, movies. Yeah, you know, go to an event where you're with people, but you if you talk, you get in trouble almost. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you're still surrounded. Yeah, and if a you play, w- a play is good. Yeah, and that like you have an intermission. You go get a cocktail. You say, "How are you doing?" This yeah. is a fun play. And then after you go get some cheesecake or some shit. And yeah. you got the whole fucking play to talk about. Yeah. It's very easy. Very easy. And if you're at a concert, a good opener is, I like your shirt. 
Ooh, yes. You know what? One of the things I got, I figured it'd be good for the end of the show. We didn't talk to each other before the show. We usually just kind of like go over things. It's okay. And, uh, but the uh, I got a list of uh, conversation starters. I figured maybe we could try them out. Oh, that's fun. And yeah. the thing I want us, like a little homework assignment for people to do listening is at the end of this episode, after all this advice we give you, go somewhere by yourself mm-hmm. and strike up a conversation with somebody you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. And then write in about it. Yeah, and especially new to town, and you know, I think is a good because you have to go up by yourself. Yeah, if you get a job somewhere and you're single, and you just like, well, I guess I fucking live in Seattle. Yep, you know, go to Seattle now. (laughs) That's it. I will say, use discretion if you're a woman, and I'm obviously like, don't. I got Amber says I gotta walk down this dark alley at night and go talk to this guy with you know who's screaming at me. Amber will talk to anybody. I will (laughs) to a detriment. I've almost been trafficked, but um, you know, my life is fun. <laughs> Many times. I'm the same way with cheeseburgers, you know, to a detriment, but I've I've had them. Yeah. Eddie, yeah. come down this alley. We got cheeseburgers down here. Cheeseburgers down the alley. <laughs> oh, the flat top. Oh. oh my god, that fucking alley in South Korea. What? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, this is gonna come out in a month, but you see, did you hear about the stampede in the alley? It's no. 153 people. Stampeded to death. That's awful. How crazy. That, I mean, like, we went crazy over the Travis Scott concert. Seven people or eight people died. 153 people? That makes me so nervous about events where everybody's, like, slammed in. Oh I can't. God. I sit by the bar. And I'm then out. the next day, the fucking bridge in India. Did you see that one? No. A fucking walking bridge in India collapsed and 140 people got killed. It's too much information for my little brain. But you know? these are very is reasons to be antisocial. All these <laughs> these crazy events, swaths, dozens of people being yeah. killed. I've definitely not gone out because I'm like I don't want to. I'm scared because the highway people are drunk tonight and I'm going to get in a drunk accident. I mean, you're not wrong. Right, correct. I have been feeling very like antisocial. Anxious and yeah. like alone. Explain if you don't mind. Like I feel like I'm in trouble and I don't know why. Okay. Lately, I don't. Maybe because the seasons are shifting and it's getting darker earlier. I feel like I'm in trouble. I don't know why. I feel like people are mad at me. I'm doing something wrong, and this is all in my head. Yes. I don't want to take medication. I know that does exist, mm-hmm. but I need to like fucking snap out of it. I guess. I mean, you know, I love being around you. If, Thank you know, you. you've never, you'll never feel that way around me. Cause like, even if like for some reason, like we did get into a fight, I would do everything in my power to fix it immediately. Yeah. You same. know, like, and so it's just like, you know, I think, and a lot of people are also like that. It's what you like, you can be socially awkward with people you don't know. I totally get that. But like, you got to make sure, uh, you know, you're staying good. But I'm talking not just to you, to the world. The world. Yeah. 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 It was just like, you know, the people who are closest to you, like just. You got to keep, you got to, that's who you can cut loose in front of. Yeah. That's that's the trust circle. I would say, tell your friends you're feeling this way. Everybody feels anxious and alone sometimes. I used to work as a bartender. Now, if you're a bartender, you've got to be social. You got to be out there. You You make no money. Absolutely. And you feel those days and you go in there, but you just got to put on a show. You got to fake it till you make it. And I guarantee it'll be about five, 10 minutes. That'll suck ass. But after a while, when you put that good energy out there, it will return to you and you're going to feel better. And also, you know, when you're doing it for work like that, you you can almost follow a script, you know, like have an opening joke that always works because you get to talk to different people throughout the night. And, you know, so it's easier that way. 
you know, and you get your subjects to talk about and you, you keep going. That's good. I like to get other people to talk to each other too. People oh, that don't normally talk to each fun. other. That's when you play matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then you fun. see them come back to the bar and they kiss and they're like, I didn't know they Amber introduced us. You know, it's fun. I love that. I always try and do a, you know, mix it up with the friend groups, like bringing new cool people around. And yeah. like, hopefully it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but like some, you know, sometimes it does. And then everyone's buds now. So here's a situation. Okay, let's hear it. There's a circle of people and they're all talking. They're all friends. Right. It's outside of a show. Okay. You want to just join in the circle. Yeah. How do you open? How you doing? I'm Ed. Yeah? Yeah, that, that easy, you know. And then especially if they're, well, it's easier for me because, you know, we're comics and they're probably comics, right? No, I'm just saying like a like a band. like oh, you a band. So Like a normal people. And yeah. carrying weed helps. Smoking a joint. Oh, yes. And then yeah. like, you want some? That always helps. Oh, yeah. No, I try to always come packing. You know, that definitely helps. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're, all right, so outside of the concert, you know, it's like halfway through the show. Yeah. And then, I mean, I would just, I literally, I'll go up to someone and be like, that fucking rocks, right? Yeah, You know, because yeah. like, we're obviously there. And if they don't like it, they don't like it, you know, but at the same time, it's such an easy, positive way to start off a conversation. That's true. Because we're both obviously at an event that we both want to be at. Unless, like, they're there because of their, you know, girlfriend dragged them there or their boyfriend <laughs> dragged them there, you know? And so, and so, unless that's the reason, you know, everyone there wants to talk about it. That's true. Or you could just say something rude like, I love your shoes. Oh, no, yes. Where'd you get those? Yes. No, that works a lot. That yeah. works a lot. Especially if you're dressed cool. If you're dressed like, you know, you feel like gray sweater and like khakis and, and you know, like uh, unfriendly shoes, you know, no one cares if you like their outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be somebody they respect. Yeah, 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 I will say, try to put your best foot forward in your appearance. And I know that can sound very vain and shallow of me, but people do judge on first appearances. Yeah. I would say be as clean as you can. Mm -hmm. Find your coloring that works for you. Yeah, not stinking is very helpful when it comes yes. to socializing. Yeah, don't be stinky. Yeah, Find a color that works for you. Find a fit that works for you. Find one good outfit that you feel really confident in. Yeah. And that's going to help. And I remember talking to an ex years ago. And I was telling him this. He was like, no, that's not true. Because people, they got to be nice to each other. They got to be nice to me for me. And I was like, but they don't know you. Yeah. They don't know who you are. And right now you're wearing a ripped t-shirt and you haven't bathed. Yeah, like, no. I mean, there is time for your ripped t-shirt. You right. know, like if, like a Saturday afternoon and you're going to get a sandwich, ripped t-shirt all day. But going to meet people yeah. at a show, at, a, at an event? Yeah, in the evening, let's put some, you know, I used to be flip-flops. I used to be sloppy as hell yeah all the time and like that was my gig i was like i had like extreme pride in it yeah and then when i got when i when i started like getting further along in my like life and career you know i realized like oh you know i can dress a little better you know i can yeah. be a little more presentable five seconds it, it really doesn't, especially effort. if you're a dude you don't gotta do nothing <laughs> You don't gotta do. I wear hats now because I don't feel like combing my hair. It's all right. A tracksuit. Where'd you get the? Where, what company did you get that tracksuit from? I mean, you gotta find them. They're all. They're a bunch of rare ones. Yeah. Julie got both of the 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 colorful ones. I got one from Nike. You know, those are. I like that one. Those are easy. It's a piece Adidas. that comes together. Get an Adidas three-striped suit. Oh, yeah. You're going to look great. Everyone loves that. Everyone looks good in that. It's like a suit. It's like a suit for a fun guy. Not just that. Like, the other night I went, it was, you know, it was like a Halloween weekend, and I went out to go see this band called St. Lucia with Cena and Cosmo. Fun. And uh, we didn't want to, like, dress, like, in costume, 
But I'm like, oh, I'll just throw on my fucking cheetah onesie. And I'm in pajamas all night. Fun. Having a great time, dancing my ass off, cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. Fucking, I love that shit. I will say that dress as comfortably and nice as you can. You don't mm-hmm. want to be uncomfortable and like pulling at yourself. Oh. You want to be invested in other people. Force your eyes open, like mm-hmm. force your eyebrows up and open and look at people yeah. and smile. Oh, yeah. It goes a long way. It, it, I mean, because it's like, I don't want to talk to anyone who's fucking frowning and mad and all that, bitching about yeah. everything, you know? Yeah. You know, that shit drives me crazy. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, like, why are you here? You obviously don't want to be here. Yeah. Go home. The rest of us are trying to have a good time. Don't be on your phone scrolling through, frowning, and like rolling your eyes. I was in Silver Lake, which if you're listening, you don't know where it is. But that's an area in LA that's very hip. Yeah. It's, it's like hipster. Williamsburg. Yeah. And the people there were fucking awful. They were complaining and rolling their eyes at everything. I could tell that they were deeply upset. Because their parents, you can tell their parents have are, have a lot of money. For a good portion of them. Yeah, yes. So yes. Yeah. And then they are mad they don't have that money their parents did. I'm like, mm-hmm. your parents went to law school. Yeah. You know, you got a fashion degree. Yeah. It's like, I can't, you know. It just makes me mad. I feel like the world's thriving on negativity right now. Right. Like, anything that's positive, I mean, we see it with our show. We're, you know, I, I love our show. I'm not knocking our show, but- we're not the most popular on the network because, you know, everything's positive. And like, you know, when you're just saying nice things all the time, some people are like, who gives a shit? I want some controversy. <laughs> and I get it. You know, like I get it. So it's right. like, but you know, that's to me, that's it's it's not a good mantra, you know? No, in person, face to face, in real life with people, they don't want to hear complaints. Yeah. They don't want to hear negativity. They don't want to see your eye roll. They want to see force yourself to think of something positive. Even if you're stuck in an elevator and you're like, oh, these buttons are old from the 1930s. That's cool, right? Yeah. You know? And then you I don't know. And I, I don't I agree with you. <laughs> I completely agree with you. And then the if you're so negative, you know, try to find someone else who's negative because there's another one, you know, so you guys can go do your, your bullshit. Be negative, a hater together. Be, you know, just enjoy that together and, you know, stop fucking with the rest of our good times. Right. And I will say if somebody is another tip, if somebody's being disrespectful to you. Yes. Oftentimes you won't even know in the moment because for somebody like me, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't know your day. I, don't I know think your life. that's good. You know, but and sometimes like really notice how you feel when mm-hmm. you're talking to somebody. And if you feel like shit, they're probably giving you vibes and little negging things that are making you feel like shit. Yeah. So what you do instead of combating them, instead of like giving them the hate that they deserve or they want, mm-hmm. be bored, be bored in their in their like in their yeah. presence. Yawn. Look at them in the eye and then look up at their scalp and then back down and then just yawn. <laughs> That's a tip. That's a psychological tip. I also like. I just walk away. Walk away if you can. You know, yeah. like you know, it's. I think that it's easier to just walk away from conversations than you think. Because if you're choosing to walk away because you don't like someone, first off, you don't got to worry about their feelings. Yeah, because you, know, you don't want to talk to them. You know, so you just walk away. As a bartender, or, I'd have to deal with them. Like, or just be like, I can go to the bathroom. You know, and, and then never talk to them again. Yep. It's it's so much better than getting into a verbal fight because it no matter what, especially if they're starting it, you're going to look like the one who's crazy. Sometimes people push, 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 and then you act. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, see, look at this emotional person over here. Yeah. Why are you so emotional? Yeah, the bait, you know. You're the bait. I, yeah, no, no, that's, you know, you, you always don't fall for it. There's no reason. Also, you're at a party or you're at a function or a bar, you know, it's best to just not 
start shit unless you have to. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, I know it's like hard to hear, you know, because for a lot of people, you know, because it's like stand up for yourself, of course. But if you don't, you know, I also like sometimes I have to admit people are going to say dumb shit because they're also socially awkward. And, you know, they're going to say the wrong thing because they're trying to think of the right thing to say. And that happens sometimes. Right. And I, I I give everyone the benefit of the doubt, you know, and it's like if you're like rude two times or three times, then I know. Get up and walk I let away. You, I let you get like one for I let everyone get one for free, you know, kind of like, all right, well, let's see. Like, is how rude was that? You know, was that, you know, because sometimes I mean, I've said the wrong thing. You know, I, you know, there's no question about it. I definitely have. You know, and I'll either realize it in the moment and apologize or not even, or, you know, sometimes you just say the wrong word because you're fucking half dyslexic. Right. And, you know, and then everyone and people can get offended. And it's just like, well, you know, I think the easiest way to not be offensive, and this is coming from someone who loves to curse, loves to drink and smoke and be loud. But, you know, I don't really offend people that often, even though I say very controversial shit all the time. It's just back it up with sheer kindness. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you'll get away with so much if you're just really kind, you know, like you like, then you can like really like tell people what their problem is and stuff like that. And no one will get mad at you. You know, you could joke, you could joke with someone for, you know, you know, being, you know, the way they are and no one's going to get mad if you're also very nice and genuinely care about people. True. And I, and I think another way, another thing to show that in a conversation is if you're, especially if you're with, People you're not talking to is just ask a shit ton of questions. Yeah. People love talking about themselves. Yeah. Don't ask anything like immediately too much. Like, how's your relationship with your father? Like, yeah, that's no, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you got to wait for them to give you the cue and then be like, if you don't mind me asking, feel free to not answer me. Yeah. But what's your relationship with your father like? I was talking to a girl last night. She's, I forget exactly what it was, but she said something that was like, I'm hyper independent. We were talking about being hyper independent and I made yeah. a joke like, how's your relationship with your mother? You don't talk to her, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was like a good laugh. And then we talked about like mother stuff yeah. for like a good 10 minutes. It was interesting. And if you're, and if you're wrong, just be like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I just, I just make it a I joke. Just, just being judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> just be being a stinker. Honesty is also the best, you know, like no matter what, just, you know, a lie, it ruins everything. You know, even like, you know, when people, you ever, it's always like something you see in a sitcom, but I feel like it doesn't happen in real life as no, much. No, you can't get away with lies. I went to a corporate event in New York City because I was working for this company and it was like at a, it was at Danielle. It was a nice place, really like four star cuisine. Mm -hmm. And I invited my friend who at the time was a, um, you know, on the tour bus who like talks to people. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Tim Dillon. He went with me as mm -hmm. my, my, um, my date. And he was like, I'm going to lie. Because at the time, he was just a tour bus guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to lie and tell them I'm in real estate. And I was like, okay. And I thought he could get away. Even Tim couldn't get away with it. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's playing 3D chess, whatever you call it, all the time. But it slipped out that, like, he does not, in fact, do real well, estate. Well, it's because he loves talking about himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like It was like literally five questions in. It was like, I'm actually a tour bus operator. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, yeah. Kind of weird. I um, what what I'll do is if because like it's different though, like for comedians and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm sure if you have an interesting job, you know, you know, people are very they immediately go for it and they start talking to you. Yeah, they want to know if you're a scientist. You know, they're gonna be like, oh, what kind of science? You know, yeah. immediately. You know, so what I'll do is if I don't, if I'm not in the mood, 
and I'm taking an Uber or something, and they're like, I don't want to tell them I'm a comedian. They ask me what my job is. I just say cook because I used to be a cook, so I know yeah. how to talk about it. I say bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you know, it's easier that way. It's like, ah, you know, it's just, I'm a cook. You know, <laughs> cook. And, yeah, and it's just like it's not – I don't even say chef. You know, I'll just say cook because it's it. so uninteresting. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that's good. It, I think another part of this would be uh, maybe we should give some antisocial tips. How to be antisocial or how to be bad. Or how to be antisocial and get away with it. Man, there was a guy out in front of this shop in L.A. Mm-hmm. who saw me walk by, followed me for about two or three street blocks and was like, excuse me, are you trans? Oh, my God. And I was like, no. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to take that as like a compliment or a, or, or not. Like, I don't know what that is. You know, I could be trans. That's fine. Of yeah. course, if that was my, what I wanted gotta to do. Know? And why did you follow me? It was like, why do you have to know and why are you following me? Yeah. So, like, that's a good tip on how to make somebody don't weird it out. Don't ask anything personal immediately. Are you pregnant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. do that. Let them tell you. Let them tell you. Yeah, no, trust me, they'll appreciate you not bringing it up. You know, <laughs> let it pop out. You know? But that's a good way to be in, like, to make not good. You friends. know, it's a good way to ask someone if they're pregnant. What? You want a drink? <laughs> Can I get you something from the bar? That's a fun joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to do it. Oh, I, I wrote some jokes. Did you write some jokes? I didn't write any jokes. I wrote, oh, I want to tell mine. I okay, tell, okay. You don't have to write them. You know, it's I'm just, sorry. No, don't apologize. I'm feeling it's, very it's sad. It's part of anti-socialism. <laughs> apologizing too much. Is it? <laughs> Man, that's something I had to bite my fucking tongue and unlearn is to yeah. stop saying I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. I do it, too. You know? Yeah. But I do, but I, you know, it's like, I don't mean it. You, that's the thing is you end up saying it so much you never mean it. You know, and it's like, and it loses yeah. like the actual value of an apology. I've been hanging out with people. Yes, you're absolutely right. Cause you're like, you know, you said you're sorry for like bumping into that tear, but then you <laughs> called my father a racist yeah. and he isn't. So like, what is it? What is it? My, um, I've been hanging out with like early twenties lately mm-hmm. because like that's who like roommate living situation is. Yeah. And they do this thing where like, I don't know, they'll walk past, they pretend like you don't exist. And then you kind of ask them, like, they don't even ask me any questions. I'll be like, so are you going out tonight? Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, and I, I feel like a like a loser. Well, in a lot of it is we were all raised differently just because of the fucking internet. Yeah. You know, like they don't know the world without the internet. Maybe that's it. You know, they're, they're in their early, they were like three when 9-11 happened. Yeah. You know, and so it's like y'all are different. You know, you've you've grown up differently. You had a landline. I guess so. They literally ask me no questions about myself. Yeah, no, they don't care. They'll they'll see it on fucking Facebook or whatever the fuck. TikTok. (laughs) All right, all right. I got it. I'm sorry. Sometimes talking to people is harder than a pedophile at a water park. (laughs) (laughs) Being antisocial is one thing, but you'll get kicked out of anywhere if you're ever acting uncle social. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> Everybody's so afraid of uncles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Aunts are sure. like fun. They're like, Auntie, she comes in with cash and she's like, just got off the plane from Europe and be like, he's a 20 baby. But like, uncles? She's like, get away from me. Yeah. yeah no, they're, you know, uncles are outside. They're, they're not even <laughs> allowed. That's an outside of, dog. Yeah. They're not even allowed in the house. Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee and some weed and the rest of my breakfast and then lunch and a nap, pre dinner, dinner, some more weed, supper, dessert, and I'm back asleep. <laughs> That's good. Making new friends could be exciting. But you know, so could be using a bidet. 
Either way, you're dealing with assholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, if we Great job, time. Eddie. Thank you. I think I need to join a club. Mm-hmm. Like, I work. That's on my list. Yeah, I work and I go home. And so I go out alone all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I went and then got this ridiculous meal in, in Silver Lake that was awful. But, um, by the way, I had a piece of fried chicken, scoop of mashed potatoes, unsweetened iced tea. Mm-hmm. In this posh place, it wasn't even that great. Thirty dollars. Yeah, it's not. It's uncalled for. Uncalled for. It's uh, it's very rude. But I went there because they were like, it's the only place the hipsters go to eat. And I was like, well, it's got to be good. No. 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 You tell me fried. Piss it on me. Tell me it's raining. Anyways, <laughs> I need to join a club. I yeah. need to do like a book club. I think that's what I like a lot of social activities, and that's probably why I'm feeling very stressed. You know, even like a class. Julie does. She has a sewing class. She's yeah. met a bunch of people through there. She's got an acting class. She's met people through there, and she's got this uh, script supervisor class. I'm giving a lot of information about Julie away, but uh, this is the, where uh, you can find her on Tuesday nights. <laughs> but you know, like she has so many friends that I don't even know. You yeah. know, and like that, I feel like that's very healthy. You know, it's because they're involved in this thing, this weird little That's circle. good. I have friends that nobody knows about, but they are weird alcoholics that hide out in Hollywood. Like, you don't know them because I have not introduced you. Yeah, no. Um, I have You know ho- better than to bring them around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have hobbies, but they're all solo. Like, I love to garden, but my garden. Well, you, know you can I mean? go to a fucking community garden. I should do that. And go, like, when they have a big day where they all plant together. God, and I feel you like can an meet incel. Go- you, no, no. Am I not. an incel, Ed? You, what the fuck's going on I here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a gardening club. You know? <laughs> I need to do that. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm in no kind of club. This is the advice I'm giving that I'm also in no part yeah, of Yeah, I'm like, join a chess club. I'm, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I've joined and unjoined and rejoined and unjoined and rejoined YMCA and never gone, you know? Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I did go and join a um, a trivia night one Ooh, night. A trivia night's okay. That's also... Ready-made conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're just talking about the bullshit that's happening in the trivia. You know, you talk about the questions and then yeah. what that leads off into. And everybody's such a nerd on trivia night. You can literally walk up to a group and be like, hey, do you guys need one more? Yeah. I'm here alone. Is that okay? No, they love it. They love it. And yeah. Because you're just answering questions. You're not like you talking about your life. You know bar you can go to and always get involved with people there? Irish bars. Oh, they love it. You can talk to anyone on an Irish bar. I left my wife for a salty log. (laughs) 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 I will say I love talking to older people. Oh, they're so because they're appreciative. Yeah, they're appreciative and they had a life and their stories are more interesting and they can handle their alcohol. Yeah. No, they usually. (laughs) Yeah. 
the postmen at my job were at the poorhouse. They could never handle their Wouldn't shit. Wouldn't they wear diapers and shit? No, they should have because they just pee themselves sitting there. Oh. You know, the worst. That the, is late stage alcoholism when oh, you can't yeah. control your bladder. Oh, yeah. We had a giant, like, $20,000 American Airlines party and one of them snuck back there with covered in piss and I'm just like, get out of here. We're making lots of money. You can't ruin it. <laughs> get the piss boy out of here. <laughs> get the pee pee boy out of here. No, I just saw this movie um, that was basically about how to socialize in Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. I totally suggest it. I'm not going to give too much away because obviously I want people to see it, um, but it's the Banshees of Inisherin. And it's with, uh, what's his name? Colin Farrell and uh, Brendan Gleeson. And they they play like two old friends in on this small island outside of uh, uh, outside of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's in a small Irish island and mm-hmm. it takes place in the 20s. And they just, basically the guy's like, I, I don't, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You offer nothing to the conversation. And oh. yeah. And uh, so they just like, kind of like, and so it's, it's almost like a two hour movie about discourse. Ed, you love these slow burning movies. Oh, these yes. art house films where it's like black and white. And they're like, Oh, did you see it? The chair got depression. And I was like, <laughs> I fell asleep 20 minutes ago, but it sounds like a good movie. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Martin, okay. Martin McDowell, uh, McDonough. Uh, I always fuck his name up. Oh, he's the pretty, he's the pretty guy. I don't know. He, um, the director. I know, oh. I know, I, I, he could be sitting next to us right now. I'd have no fucking no idea. But there is one Irish actor that's very attractive. And he was in some TV Daniel Day Lewis. He was in, he is very beautiful. Liam Neeson. I've, I wouldn't know his name, but he was in that movie, that TV show, excuse me, about gangsters. Cillian Murphy. And maybe. Blakey Blinders. Blakey Blinders. Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. Yeah, you should see when the wind shakes the barley. Oh yeah, I love these sad fucking you Irish love movies. It. The sadder the movie, the more Irish it is. <laughs> I just come, yeah. <laughs> that's why I like this one because it's actually very funny. Okay, you know, and so, but yeah, he did three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I don't know if you saw that. No. Oh, you'd love. Is that it. the one where the little child goes missing and like we gotta put up the billboards? Yes, but yeah, it, yes, it, very much so. Okay, it was very good. And then they did in Bruges. And seven psychopaths. So this oh, is, you know, they, they got a good run. They got a good run. Yeah. And so, okay. but I loved this movie. It was so, but yeah, the whole thing was just basically about discourse. I love it. Yeah. So go check that out. I will say when you're scoping out someone to go talk to, if you go and meet someone and like a very politely like, hi, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And they sort of like, huh. Like they look very mean and don't bothered and don't want you there. I would say respect their space. Yeah, get out of there. And then don't like stick around and don't be like, oh, but you know, maybe a couple more. Just be like, okay, I'm just getting a drink, gonna yeah. boogie. You know what? Something I do because I'm a big hairy guy, and uh, I know I through you know I, I wish the world wasn't like this, but sometimes people are just scared of the sight of me, and right. yeah. <laughs> and so I always diffuse that immediately. Would now by wearing friendly clothes, but also like I straight up like I'll do I'll, like I'll do the like the palm up, uh-huh. wave my hand like like side to side like that. Oh, like, like a little homeschool boy. Yeah, like a little homeschool boy or you know like someone who's mentally challenged. You know, <laughs> like I, I just do it like I'm just like I'm kind. You yeah. Know, here's the here's the I'm kind handshake. You yeah. Know, like it's or a hand you know, hand wave. You know, it's like hey, you know, I'm Ed. Nice to meet you. I love you know, it. I, I, I take an up an octave. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like and you know, you can bring it down. And it's just yeah, you know, I think it's good to do that. You know, just like when you're huge. 
Right, because you don't want to be like offensive immediately because yeah. it could get scared. Yeah, no, exactly. So just be nice. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, for everybody, just be nice. Just be nice. Is the it's so much easier. Yes. To be nice than it is to be a prick. Yes, it is. It is it's so mu- it's so hard to be a prick. You have to like think about what you don't like about people, or you could just fucking ignore it. Scowl. Yeah, it's like no. anyone you meet isn't your best friend. I would say you probably already have your best friend. You probably already do. <laughs> you know, I would say avoid mean kind of spaces. And what mm-hmm. is a mean space? Anywhere that's like very cool. There's a line. You've got to look a certain way to get yeah. in. Those are mean spaces. Mm-hmm. I don't find the people there. I'm sure individually they could be cool. But for the most part, it's a lot of like, if I have to be wearing a certain thing to get in, I'm going to yeah. assume that my personality isn't going to fit. So go somewhere where you think your personality might be good. Like, don't try to be too different. Yeah. If you're a nerd, be a nerd and go to trivia night. Yes. Go to game night. Yeah, you know, no. don't like, oh, I got to go to the gym and pump myself up and then I can go talk to girls. You could you go talk to girls at game night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you're like really into cars, go to a fucking car show. Yeah. I mean, like, how hard is it? You know, not to be an asshole. You but know, like, sometimes people don't know what they like. I say try it. Yeah. Go to meetup.com, go to a free event. Yeah, if it's slightly interesting, that's even better because everyone who's there obviously wants to talk about their bullshit. Yeah. So if you know you like cars but don't know anything about them, go to a car show and be like, whoa, cool fucking car. You know, tell me about it. What kind of rudders are in the fucker? You know, yeah. like let's, let's get into it. I struck up a conversation at a bar recently. With two bartenders that were so nice, I did the thing that was negative but positive because I talked about Silver Lake and I was like, they were like, how was it? And I was like, um, and they could tell by the pitch of my voice I didn't like it. Yeah. And they're like, I hate Silver Lake. And I was like, oh my God, me too. Yeah. And like we could, it was like a positive negative because we were just shitting on Silver Lake for yeah, like no, that's always fun. 20 minutes. Yeah, no, that's, that's, you know, if you get the camaraderie, you know, go with it. Yeah. If you both, if you, but don't shit on it if you actually like it. Like, don't just do it for the conversation. If you yeah. do like it, stick up for it. I always like, and then, and then always, and never get offended by what the other people say. I oh. think it's very, I think to me, uh, just like choosing not to get offended and then just throwing it back at them is like a more, is a fun way to have a conversation. That's true. And sometimes I'll get in a situation like that and I'll just be, and I'll throw it back at them and never get offended. And then people will be like, are you mad? And I was like, no, I'm having a great, this is a great conversation. Yeah. You know, because I like something with levels and not always disagreeing, you know, because it's just like, then this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, different people. I will say that, like, for me, sometimes I don't know when people are, like, making fun of me, like, until it's, like, years later. Like, I remember I was on a date Mm -hmm. and then some song came on in the Uber and I was like, oh, this song, you know, this like, it was some kind of music that was like, oons, 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 oons. And I was like, it all kind of sounds repetitive to me. Yeah. And then my date was like a music guy. And he's like, that's because <laughs> you don't understand music, Amber. And then the Uber driver laughed with him. And they were like, yeah, she likes Limp Biscuit. Like they don't. And they were like, la- they were bonding over how stupid I was. I should have gotten out of the car and rolled on the highway away from these guys. <laughs> Instead, I watched a movie with him. I, I wanted to, I should have been like, you guys go on a date. Obviously, you like each other. Go suck his dick. Why yeah, am I here? I know, but the, uh, you know, but some, sometimes a little light ribbing is fun. Uh, I think I didn't even know they were making fun of me. But at the time, I, I just felt uncomfortable and I was like, <laughs> and also if I'm surrounded by men, it's a little different. Yeah. Because I don't know if they're going to fucking kill me. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, yes. You You're know, always thinking about and that. And they're very emotional. Yeah. With the, those guys? Just those kind of men that are, they're always the ones who are like, men are the logical ones. But then you say something that disagrees with them, mm-hmm. they will like punch you in the face. Like yeah. those, just those kind of guys. Okay. They get really aggressive, really violent, raise their voice. It's all tactics to make you afraid. Yeah. I get scared around men. I know. I know. I know you do. You get uncomfortable around me sometimes, even. Really? Yeah, I feel like you do anyway. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, you know, Ed. No, it's okay. You know. And I'm working. I don't want to be an incel. I just don't want to be laughed at by a group of men while I'm on a date and be like used for that. You know what I mean? I guess so. You know, but like your women laugh at me all the time. You know, I don't care. You know, but you do you. You know, whatever I think makes it's you a little, happy. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm a never, different. I'm never though. an actual fear of a woman. That's right. the other thing about it. I'm never, you know, actually scared of that, you know, physical danger. That's <laughs> right. That's never something that crosses my mind. I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, these bitches don't like me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I tend to like get in my mind, I don't know. I yeah. guess a part because part of me is like, loosen up, Amber, go out there, get back out there. And then I do and I'm like, oh, this person's being a piece of shit. Yeah. And like really pushing me. And being kind of violent. It's hard, you know, when you're trying to meet people. Yeah. You know, because it's so, we're very blessed to have so many nice friends. We are. You know, and so, and like most people aren't, you know, and so I it's hard to get out there and meet people because everyone's very performative when you're meeting them for the first time, you know. They're putting on a show. Yeah, they're doing, they're being negative or they're being positive. Some people think it's cool to not like stuff, you know. Other people think it's cool to like everything. And so it's just like. You know, it's a whole circle and it gets very difficult to try to talk to them. And then you don't even and then other people use insults as a way to speak. I know because this happens to me all the time, you know, because people are roundtable fans and, you know, they know that I write on the roast. So they know that insults are like part of my life. Oh, right. You know, and so like when I meet people a lot of times, they'll just like say something fucking horrible to me. You know, and I'll just be, you know, but like, they'll think that that's what I want, you know? Like, no, like, I want peace. Yeah, yeah no, I choose peace. Like, you have to earn the right, you know, yeah. to, to like joke around like that. Right. You know, it's not something you do with someone you don't know unless they're being awful. You know, if they're being awful, then I feel like, and then at that point, if I ever start doing that, that I actually want them to leave, you know, like, like <laughs> remember the guy at, uh, was it at Jackie's uh, bachelorette party that I had to remove? Jackie's bachelorette party. Yeah. I don't remember. Up at Clifton's. Oh, because he like grabbed Sam's ass. I didn't know that till afterwards. Yeah. But he was, I just saw that he was being fucking rude and annoying. And I just had to like pull him aside and be like, hey, man, you, you got to go. You, you know, it's just like <laughs> yeah. all these ladies are married. Because you're like a big guy. So he respected you. If I did that, he'd laugh in my face. No. Oh, yeah, I know. It's you got to like, you know, you got to use what you got. You got to use your got. But it's OK. I'm thinking positive, Ed. Mm-hmm. I got a little negative there. It's all right. You know, I mean, you know, the, you know, I, I, I think if I can, if I can talk about it for two seconds more. Yeah. One of my points is, is don't live in the past. You know, I, I think that like that kind of thing, they don't deserve you remembering them. Right. You know, like they, you know, both of those people sucked. You were in a shitty situation. It, it, you know, just, it, you know, in my mind, it never happened. Right. Okay. It's done. You know, like, it's, it's just out like of you're here. never going to hang out with them again. Yeah. You know? I, I don't like know you where they already, are. Yeah, exactly. You've already given them way too much of your mind. And now you're letting them affect your future relationships. 
You're right. And I can be like, I can be very closed sometimes. Sometimes I'm very open and bubbly and like in a fun, colorful outfit. But then, you know, sometimes I'm just like, you know, I get like that too, but I do my best to stay home those nights. Right. You know, like I do, but if I, I'll wake up on the wrong side of the bed all the fucking time. But then I just like, the only person I talk to is Julie Rambo and Tootsie. Right. You know, like even like sometimes I'll come do this show or something and like, you know, like come and like be like, but, you know, because we do it every Tuesday and it always takes me out of my funk. I mean, you see me come in here in a fucking bad mood and then yeah. by the end of the night, I'm in a great mood. We're having a great time. Yeah, you know. I would say like the last time, one of the last times I was like that, I, um, I was on vacation. I was in New Orleans and I wanted to go to this like antique shop and um, I just wanted to look at the beautiful antiques. Yeah. But then this man started following me around and like talking to me. And I was like, huh, huh. And they come find out like you have to have a guided tour. Yeah. Because it's like a museum with price tags in there. Uh, so like I was the ding dong, but I was, what's this guy talking to me? I just want to be alone. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but it turned out we we struck up conversations and he said, you, and this is going to sound like a humble brag. He said, you know who you remind me of? Who, hmm. who used to come in here? He's like, she comes in here all the time before she passed away. I'd give her tours. Mm-hmm. She reacted just like you in the beginning. Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's a very defensive person. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, she dealt with a lot of shit. You know, she was, you know, like she was every teenager's wet dream oh, for fucking 30 years. You know, every nerd fucking beat off to her. <sighs> you know, like imagine what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does not want a man following her around in that fucking antique store. Oh. But yeah, that's my own personal thing. Don't let the past dictate the present. It's yeah. okay. Relax. Because that person sucked. And yeah. it's, it's damaging. You know, like, and to me... That's like, you know, obviously this isn't you, but I'm saying on a much broader scale, it's like when you, I mean, obviously you learn from your mistakes, Yeah. but if you let like your past like abuses or whatever, I mean, that's how like racism develops, you know, right. like it's just this like, one person was mean to me that was of that particular yeah, race. Exactly. And then you, so I feel like, you know, uh, you, you give everyone the benefit of the doubt until they suck and then you never talk to them again. And then, right. and then that's my own opinion, you know, because I also feel like that makes me more desirable to hang out with was because, you know, I, res- I, you, I value my time. Right. You know, I, you know, we, I, you told me this, like, I, it was one of the things I realized is like the only thing that I can't replace is time. And it's just, that's it. You can get your money back. You can yeah. even get your looks back. It's called lipo baby. Botox. <laughs> yeah. You work out. You work anything. out. Yeah, you exactly. cannot get your time back. Yeah. And so I, you know, it's very important. I, I think, uh, yeah, but here's an example though. Cause like one time I was at a bar, I was talking to a guy friend of mine who was a customer. Mm-hmm. His guy friend comes up, we're chatting and he starts crying. And he was like, today I lost my job and my girlfriend broke up with me. And I was being on this nice positive mode. And I was like, oh my God, man, let's hug it out. Yeah. So I hug him. He grabs my ass and he pulls me in the clothes. And I'm like, I say no. And I push him away and he keeps going for like grabbing further. Oh, so he, he, um, he deserved what he got. But this is what happens. I, I get off him and I was like, don't touch me. And then my friend was like, you should have pushed him off sooner. That was a bad thing you just did. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, that was just bad. And you shouldn't have let that happen. So it was like these so two you dudes. you shouldn't have let that happen. Man, I'm telling you. But this is also Hollywood. You so should have people, kicked them out. I should have. Well, I wasn't working. I was just hanging out at this bar. Oh. So I had no authority there. And I was just like, but why? He touched me and I'm being blamed for it. And then. Yeah, it sounds like they both suck. Man, I said. 
So, yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't want that to affect me, but then like, I'm not hugging dudes anymore to the point where like, if a guy's crying, I'll be like, tough shit. I don't want to get you grabbing my ass. I know if someone, if my buddy, if I was hanging out with someone and their buddy showed up crying, I would probably just leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like you guys need to work this out yeah I'm not I'm not coming in I don't as need the to last be here. minute savior for this this is a, I'll find a new crew especially if I'm by myself yeah. you know just you know I, I, I do something that I always call uh, I'll do it when I'm too drunk mm-hmm. or when multiple people suck and I just it's very remove yourself from the situation I guess I remove myself from a lot of situations tell you what yeah, I feel like sometimes because I'll get negative and then I'll look at myself in the mirror and I ha- realize I have a fucking scowl on my face. And I'm like, is my face just permanently looking? Is it look no. going to look mean? No. When you get mad, yeah. sure. You know, but I, when I, you bring up uh, any past conversations you've ever had. Right. What and was a nice I, time you met somebody? A nice time? Yeah, what was it like the time you, you went out and you met some people and you had a good time and you never talked to them again? I mean, those two people at Silver Lake, you know, yeah. the bartender, because they were nice. And we talked about relationships and like how to, you know, how to love yourself. And if you're ever in a bad relationship, it's okay to leave and like mm-hmm. love yourself and love your time. Yeah. Things like that. I've had good conversations. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I should think more about those. Yeah, it, it really helps. It helps me anyway. Right. You know, whenever someone sucks, to me, the big, the best, the way you could hurt them the most is pretend like they don't exist. Forget about it. You, you said it earlier. In fact, you know. Oh, be bored. Yeah. Yawn. Yeah, exactly. You I don't know. know why I got on my negativity train just now. It's, we're, it's part of the show. Part of the show. Part of the show is to find negativity and finding the fucking brighter side. All right. It's in the title. I want to talk about something that happened to me. You ever get imposter syndrome? Yes, where I feel like, of course, they're going to find out I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. Or I don't belong here. I'm yeah. at like some crazy party, you know, like, um, you know, that that always is hard. And it, the thing that I, how I deal with it, because I got it hardcore when I went to Saget's funeral. And oh, like, yeah. But like, you know, and like, of course, you know, let's make this about me. But, you know, like... <laughs> But, you know, this is like one of those things where it's like I, I'm standing next to Warren Beatty, you know, like, wow, you know, it's like it's like I should not be here. And then what got me through it was remembering that, OK, maybe I am the actual last person who should be here, but I am there. But you're still there. I'm still there. And I was invited, you yeah. know, and so it's just like that, you know, that's, you know, you may be last. Yeah. But you're still there. You know, like other, you know, like you see people like flip out when they make the team, you know, don't be upset because you're the last person to make the team. You made the team. You made the team. I will say in those moments, because I've also been at parties where I'm just like not the famous one. Yeah. I try not to be like loud and like, hey, look at me. Super supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Don't gush too much, but make sure you let them know that you really uh, like them and respect them. Absolutely. You know, that, you know, you know, don't ask too many like dumb questions, not dumb questions. Don't questions dumb, but uh, don't ask a question that everyone else asks. Right. You know, I think like I got lucky, like not at Saga's funeral, but like when I met Jim Carrey, I got lucky where I just read Rodney Dangerfield's autobiography and he wrote the foreword. So I was able to ask him about Rodney Dangerfield and then we talked all night. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And so it's like, you got to find like that little hook, you know, to find like, 
you know, it it works because especially when you're the person that no one knows and you know who the other person is, mm-hmm. talk about the thing you know that makes them happy, you know, and then, right. and then you can learn a lot about it if you're willing to sit there and listen. That's fun. You know, and so, but yeah, like, it's, but funerals are tough because everyone's sad. Everyone says the same fucking thing. Also, that was one thing I realized. You know, every funeral, it's like, oh, they're in a better place, you know, and, and all that all that stuff what if that, you're you, an atheist? that you hear the middle. But yeah, but like that you hear a million times, you know, at least they're not suffering. At least, they're not, you know. Yeah. And then it's just like you realize after going to Sackett's funeral, yeah, all the most interesting, famous people say the same shit. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, oh, how'd you get here? Did you do, was the was the traffic on the 405? You know, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are in society and creativity. Right. Like when you're struck with those. So just, we're doing it just to like not think about the fucking horrible thing. Yes. Yeah. Small talk is fine. I'm fine yeah. with it. I don't know why people have to like push the envelope here. I love small talk. Let's talk about the weather. I got no problem talking about the weather. I'll talk about how I got here, what airport sucks. Yeah. You know, it's it's fine. We it can usually, all relate to it. Yes. There's a reason that half the comedians start off with airplane jokes. Right. It's because everyone deals with it. And, you know, and that's so it, it works. And it leads to something more interesting. Yeah. I was getting some fried chicken at the grocery store here and I was making small talk with the lady serving me and like the, you know the weather it ended up I, it, I am going to sound really cheesy but yeah. it's like and you know what there are no alligators in California alright thank you thanks for the chicken <laughs> so funny because <laughs> you're talking about weather and like that's how it divulged but it was still fun you know I was I, I went on a, I could have sworn this is you know save it for the gator show yeah. save it for gator week but I, I could have sworn there were alligators in California. No. And I like, I like, because I, I remember reading it as a kid, but I think I just put that in my brain and it was because I just kept, like, you ever like just like Google for an hour trying to prove yourself right? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like sitting there, I was like, I know there's gators. Where are they? You know, was, yeah, no, there's no gators out here. There's no gators. There's no They're gators. not cool enough to get in the party. <laughs> not cool enough. Um, I think, um, you know, another good conversation yes. I had with a men that I've never seen again, that was positive What at the airport, which one uh, airport. I have a lot of great conversations in Ohio. Oh, it was yeah. just nice. I was getting some chicken fingers and I was making small talk. I was yeah. just like, these are really good. This is really good food. I'm surprised. And they're like, yeah, they do good here. And I was like, you fly out here often? They're like, yeah, I'm a sports announcer. I come in and out. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And Hell I just yeah. kept it up and positive. And that was like an hour long conversation with two strangers. That was great. I'll yeah. never see them again. You know what I do when I meet people like that? Unless it comes up, I will not talk about religion, politics, or money. No. Unless you're, I'm like at a function that's about that shit. Yeah. Or they bring it up and I have to respond. Yeah. I don't talk. I just don't even, it's not fun anymore. No, it's not fun. It's not fun. And it's like, like if someone gives you an in and they're like, oh, you know, they say something that's like, you know, like you realize that you align with them politically, you guys can go off and, but don't assume, you know, that's, that happens to me a lot. I think, you know, I had someone after a show in Miami being like, well, you're a Trumper. Like that to me, I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what about any part of my act? Like, do you think that like- It's but, just because you're a dude. And I took it all out of my act. <gasps> and I and like, I took any of that stuff out of my stand-up act. Like, oh. that's what our show's for. You know, yeah. like, but like, I took all that, that, you know, and then it's so people, I guess, just because I'm likable and don't 
bitch about it. Like, I guess people go the other way. I don't know. I guess so. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Conversation, it's an art form. Yeah. To have a con- like, it's, yes, it's difficult to do. What we're saying is very difficult to go out and speak to people mm-hmm. because it's considered an art form. Yeah. Back in the day, parents would pay a tutor to come to your house and so the kids could learn the art of conversation. Crazy. They stopped doing that and now it's just so difficult for everybody to do. But it used to be you were the life of the party. You got invited everywhere. It was mm-hmm. an art to go and like talk about these things and yeah, don't bring up politics or money or religion or anything, but like yeah. make an interesting conversation with people. I love um I love curb your enthusiasm. And uh, they had uh, Larry David over like this party had this d- dinner had him over and they're like, can you sit in the middle because you can lead the conversation? And, like, I love that. That's so funny. It's, such, like, it's like you're good at middling. You can be in the middle. You can get everyone involved. You know, if you're bad, they put you on the ends. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to mention. Before we get into our our uh, our list of conversation starters, if that's cool, great. I think that you don't be. How do I say this right? Don't be a silence bitch. is fine. Yeah. Don't let if don't force something. It's okay to sit in silence with someone for a little while, especially if music is on or you're you know or that's TV's true. on or something. And oftentimes, the silence that you sit in that's so long has been like two or three seconds. I feel like I know I don't know I'm friends with someone until we can just shut the fuck up around each other for a little bit, yeah. you know, and just like just be cool and silent and, and not and, you know just hang out. And like that's nice to me. I really enjoy that, and I think it's an important thing. Just like don't get nervous if. It's yeah. too silent. Oh, man. Speaking of more conversation, there was these women at the airport, the oxygen room. And, I, you know, the, the room where, like, it looks like a bar, but you're breathing in oxygen. And then there's that bed you lay in that goes, the water bed. Yeah. That squishes you. But I was like, hey, ladies, is this any good? Is the oxygen good? They're like, oh, yeah, I come here every time to eat the oxygen. <laughs> I love the oxygen at the bar. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I got to try it. We probably talked for, like, a minute. You know, it's it's interesting to, like, meet certain characters and don't. Oh, absolutely. I mean, unless they, like, say something abhorrible, like, don't really judge. Yeah. Just be like, I guess this lady's had a life. Exactly. And she likes her oxygen. Yeah, no. It, it, it let, I love letting people get away with shit unless it's racist or, you know. like yeah. Unless it's, like, hateful. I'll, I'll get away with it. Let them get away let with it. Let them have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. So, all right. So, I'm on Parade.com. Parade.com. And, and I have a, they have, they have a list of, this is such a, it's such a thoughtful thing to do, but to me it's so stupid also, but it's a list of, uh, 
uh, first time you meet someone, conversation starters, 250 questions you can ask oh to start a God. conversation. So I'm just going to pick some at random yeah. and, then, and then we'll talk about it. So we'll do it. All right. So uh, um, what's the last concert you went to? Oh, you know, it was a metal show in Hollywood at the Palladium. It was so much fun. Fuck yeah. We all had a great time. Mm -hmm. I went and saw St. Lucia yeah. over at the Fonda Theater. Love the Fonda Theater. Good little spot. Kind of reminds me of uh, Bowery Ballroom back in New York. But it's got like an upstairs where you can look down and it's like stadium seating instead of like a bar. It's cool. I love it. And then they have, if you go even upstairs, I did this. I'd never do this when I go there. Uh -huh. I went up to the... Uh, to the bar with uh, the you know, it, the outside bar where you could see Hollywood Boulevard. Wow. It was fucking cool. And they got a bar up there and they play the concert on a wall there. So if you're feeling like you don't want to be around a big group of people while the show's on, you could just go up and watch it up there on the live on the wall. What an amazing place to hide during a shooter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Now you mentioned the Bowery Ballroom in New York. Are you from New York? I, I, I lived in New York for 12 years. I lived in New York for like 10. This is crazy. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, so I started in Bed-Stuy, which they called East Williamsburg. Oh, yeah. Those crooks. <laughs> and then I lived in Williamsburg and then oh. Ridgewood, which is basically Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like a Brooklyn Queens mesh. Yeah, I get off the train in Brooklyn and I walk to Queens. Have you ever been to that place, the Cobra Club? Oh, it's right around love the there. Cobra Friday nights. Absolutely. Comedy. Yeah, no, it's great. Except it gets a little fucking wild. I mean, I uh, like it though. Saturday night, it gets a little too much, but they got a pool table and that's good for me. There you go. See, look, we just had a whole conversation. <laughs> About nothing. Yeah. About fucking nothing. <laughs> All right, let's go again. Hit me again, Ed. All right, all right. Who's your favorite celebrity couple? Oh, wow. What a great question. You know, um, I kind of like, I don't really know a whole lot of celebrities, but I'm going to say the first thing off my head, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, maybe they're a they little- They love each other. They look like they love each other. I don't know enough about them. It but seems like they're right on the money. Right on the money. She looks so hot mm -hmm. and, you know, I respect it. Yeah, no, and she gets, she deserves a nice young dude. Absolutely. How come, all, I, you know, how come it's like- every. You, ladies don't get to have their fun too. Every dude dates when they get successful, they date a younger woman. Why can't an older woman date a younger man once they've been successful? I love it. I agree with you a thousand percent. No, I like best celebrity couple ever. Yeah, Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn. Oh my god! Never got married. Mm -hmm. Never got married, and they're still in love. They're still together. They're doing these fucking Santa Claus movies together, where she's Mrs. Claus and he's Mr. Claus. It's on Netflix. Wow! And they yeah. never got married. And they never got married. Wow! But they've been together all these years, ever since Overboard. Do you remember I Overboard? I love that movie. Overboard so much. She's fun. such a good actress. She's unbelievable. Really light Laughing. behind her eyes. Yes. yes. She's so in like the Wildcats. She was like a female football coach breaking those fucking. Gender roles back in the day, Private Gen Benjamin, you know, she's unbelievable. I feel like she's very instrumental for uh, women's uh, equality. I love it. And today, you know, Hollywood has changed and for the better, I think. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a little bit. It's still got its problems. It's still got its problems. Let's, let's face it. But, you know, it's doing, it's doing a lot better. It's doing good. See, I like how it's like you start a question, someone at, like talks, mm -hmm. and then I forgot to do it, but like you ask them, like, so you did this too. What do you think? And then they speak, and yeah. then you say, think of something that they said. Like when yeah. you said, like the Bowery Ball in New York. Yeah. I would be like, oh, did you live in New York? I used to live in New York. Yeah. Something you have in common, like mm -hmm. the third sentence in. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, exactly. No, and it helps. And it just rolls. It's all right, just, so hit me fun. again. Let's fun. try it. All right, I'm picking these at random, by the way. There's 250. It's not like we're doing them all. Ooh, you're going to love this one. 
But this is like not a starter. This is like in you're already in the conversation with a new person. Okay. What are you most afraid of? I mean, oh. don't I mean you don't have to get deep into like trauma, but you know, I but like yeah, like spiders, like what is it? Running I would with say knives. I'm most afraid of like being in somewhere where the water is rising and I have to hold my breath and swim under and out. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, because I, I don't know how long I can hold my breath. I'm too buoyant personally. It's I, just too. I, scary. I rise to the top. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. No, so was that your greatest fear also? No, it's not my. I wouldn't say my greatest fear because I feel like I would do everything in my power to never be in that situation. Yeah, you're not taking cruises. Yeah, I fucking hate cruises. All I did was go on cruises when I was a kid because my parents loved the camp. Really? So where did you go on a cruise when you were a kid? I when I was. I mean, we always. I lived in Florida, and so you always get cheaper cruises when you're in Florida. My parents love a discount. And so we would do like day cruises to Bahamas, but I saw like every Caribbean island, but before I was an adult. So I have no like real memory of any of them. Oh, well, you got to go back as an adult. I bet it's great and probably a lot more fun. I'm going to Puerto Rico on my honeymoon. Well, congratulations. You got married. I did in July. Yeah, July 3rd. It was my dependence day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I I went to, uh, I'm going to Puerto Rico, Palmas del Mar, uh, San Juan only for one day. Mm -hmm. Because afterwards, we're going to go back to New York. Like I said earlier, I'm from New York and that's where we met. And so I figured it'd be really romantic. We figured it'd be really romantic. That's nice. If we went back to where we like love, fell in love with each other and all that stuff. But Puerto Rico, we're going to go to like out of the way places because I figured we'll get the city life in New York. But when we're in Puerto Rico, we're going to just like just beach, bioluminescent bay, glass bottom kayak. That's gorgeous. Very pumped for the glass bottom pot kayak. That's going to be fun. fun. Very, yeah. But what's your greatest fear? And if you're going to Puerto Rico, I hope it's not snakes. <laughs> <laughs> greatest fear? Hmm. I mean, snakes are scary. But I got to say, you know, as much as I love them, Gators and Crocs. Yeah. They're my, they're like, they're both like, they're like my favorite thing and also terrifying. There are haunted dinosaurs, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, and it's like, and then they're just so unbeatable that it's like, and then like you were saying earlier with water, I'm definitely terrified of tsunamis. Yeah. Because it's just the most unstoppable force that you could ever be put into. It's just more water, more water, more water, more water. You can't water, swim up and out. No, you can't. So you guys need to talk to each other. Everything's fine. All we do is talk to each other. That's what this whole fucking show That's is. All we do. You come in. I mean, obviously, Amber and I know how to talk to each other better than two strangers. But you, you always just listen. Yeah, listen. You know, and like remember what they said. That's it's that's all it is. Yeah. So you like catch one thing they said. Oh, you and like something that you might relate to mm-hmm. or you wanted to do. You find interesting, and then ask them about it. Make it really simple. Make it light. Yeah. So how about I pretend to be a different woman? All right. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, is that too <laughs> no, no, annoying? No, 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 I'll talk to this person. Hello, I'm Susan. Oh, yes, and I am Susan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, What do you think the world will be like 20 years in the future? 20 years in the future? 20 years. 20 years. Think about 20 years ago. Like, what was happening? Oh, wow. It's a lot. I would hope it'd be more nature and beauty and cleaner skies. But that's a lot of hope. But, you know, uh, I hope it wouldn't be a lot of mass production and gray skies. I think we are lucky to if there is still a stretch of land left to stand on. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. I like standing on land. Uh, land where you put your feet. 
<laughs> Who are these weird people? <laughs> All right, let me try to think of another lady that's a bit more grounded. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Karen. I just got back from my job at the um, at the corporate office. Oh, hey, I'm a horrible clown. I'm not in my outfit right now, but I figured. I talk like this. Thanks. Become a clown. It's so nice meeting you at this company outing. <laughs> What's the, can I ask you? I'm doing a research project. What is the worst trend you've ever taken a part in? I would say not me, but my family did the like the bucket ice ch- trend oh. for AL- ALS or whatever. Um, I don't know what money or like what I don't know what that was. They just dumped ice on themselves and raised money for people. Sometimes I squirt people with water out of a flower out of my chest. Oh, so you squirt people with water? Is do you, have you ever used the eight, the ice bucket challenge water and your squirty thing? So then you could like raise money. Oh, I never thought about that. I usually just waste all the water. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Well, if it's ever a hot day, we want you around, you know? Oh, especially if there's a party. (laughs) Are there any children in your family? (laughs) Got a few. I'll let you look after them. Oh, I love looking at children. Yeah, you seem responsible. (laughs) (laughs) Is this called improvs? (laughs) And scene. Oh, God. Oh, thank you, everybody, for listening to our conversation about conversations. And thank you for, you know, letting me kind of vent. I feel like I had a roller coaster. I started off so positive. And in the middle, I was like, wait a minute. People are awful. And then like now I'm out of it. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what people want. I had a little dip there. Everyone. Everyone's allowed to dip. Yeah. You You know, that's I think that's. What the show is for. Yeah. Especially this one in particular. It's about like, you know, how do you get yourself out of the funk? How do you, you know, why'd you get into it in the first place? Yeah. You know, and all this stuff. So, uh, and, I, and I think it's what most people go through. They had some kind of fucking shitty thing happen to them. And that's why they're afraid to talk to people. Yeah. And it was, you just got to remember, not everyone fucking sucks. Plenty of people suck. Ooh, yeah. There's yeah. plenty of shitty people. And then, you know, like, please take my and Amber's advice. Just end the conversation. Just end it. And I would say I, I tend to avoid places where people might be mean or aggro. Like I don't really go to a, a whole lot of bars by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like twice this month. So maybe I do. I yeah. don't know. But it's I find they might be a little more mean. Yeah. I'll go to like a little restaurant or I'll go to like walk around, park, if, gym. I love the gym. Sometimes I, whenever I go to a bar, to my, most of the time when I go to a bar by myself, I, I'm not there to make friends. I'm just there to tie one on and, and look at this, look at the television, look at the TV. No matter sports. what's on, you know, I don't even care if it's sports or a movie or black. Like I will just look at the television, just to kind of sit with a beer, yeah, a cold beer and a cold mug, yeah, and just yeah, just I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, the bartender can ask me a question, I'll I'll answer it short, and they'll be like, and I'll look at my phone or I'll read the news and. Just tie one on. And that's all right. It's yeah. totally good. And if somebody's looking at their phone, I would say probably don't talk to them. Yeah, they don't want they, they yeah. don't want to talk. They don't want to talk. I've had I've been on my phone and had people been annoying. And I, I'm like, I'll put it down and like be polite, but I'm just like, I don't really fucking talk right now. But anyways, if someone's on their phone, 
don't strike it up. We love you guys. We love it. Talk to us. We love you. We love when you talk to us. You know, I, yeah. I've been, on the stalker episode, we talked about DMs we get and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to clarify because I had uh, one or two people reach out to me. I love getting the DMs. Yeah. I love it. It's just, you know, it, it's just when they get weird and dangerous is when I don't like them. Oh, I don't think anybody's ever gotten dangerous with me. Have they gotten dangerous with you? I mean, like, like you know, whenever people, you know, not dangerous, but, you know, like uh, I got a gun. aggressive. Oh. You know, you know, it's it stuff. But that, I, like I said, I'm not trying to talk people into reaching out to me because I love it. You love it. So please reach out to us. And um, again, your homework this week is to go out one place. I don't care if you go get a cup of coffee and talk, make small talk with a barista. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't have to go well. Just it doesn't give it have to a, go well. Just give it a shot. And it could be five seconds. Yeah. It's very easy. That's you it. Know. Yeah. It's just it's like, nice hat. Nice hat. And then write into us and tell us how it went. Yeah. That's all I want you to do. I love that. Do that on the um, Facebook page. If you're not on there already, we got the Brighter Side Facebook group, which is very supportive and beautiful. And I love everyone that takes the time to hang out on there. DM us on our Instagram or our Twitter accounts. That's uh, on Instagram. It's Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes. Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. And on Twitter, it's at Eddie Tunes underscore at Amber Smelson at Last Podcast Network at Brighter Side LPN. Brighter Side Live on Twitch. You love it, you fuckers. <laughs> it's the second Tuesday of every month on the LPN Twitch channel. And that's 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. The next one is going to be on December 13th. Come hang out. I'm going to be back. I missed November and it made me sad. But I had a good time because I was on my honeymoon. Brighter side live and in person. If you're in L.A., you got to come out to this Friday, December 16th, 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater. It's going to be our Christmas special. We're going to have a lot of fun. We should just, I think, we're just friends, right? Just invite close friends and let's just have a nice Christmassy time together. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wear my Dolphins Christmas sweater and we'll have a nice time. Maybe, like, is it silly for people to... Think of one thing they'd want to put on a tree or like one thing that's like memorabilia to them and like say what it would be. Oh, at the show? Just at the show. They don't have to bring it to the show, but just like, you know, anybody wants to come up, say what you would put on your tree. A Christmas memory. A Christmas memory. A Christmas memory. It could be good. It could be bad. We'll talk about it. If you got one, we'll take a moment at the top of the show to ask y'all. Yeah. So I think that's a great idea, Amber. Also, we're going to be doing Classy Night Out on December 30th, 8 p.m. You're going to do that show, right? You're, you're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Great. So December 30th, 8 p.m., <laughs> you're booked. Henry and I are hosting Classy Night Out. Uh, that's going to be just like a great holiday party. Um, I think I talked to Henry about it. We're just going to book LPN people for that. That's great. And so come out to that. This is going to be a bunch of LPN. We'll do the same thing for Brighter Side. I mean, it's Christmas time, right? It's Christmas time. Christmas time. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas. I think that might be one of my favorite Christmas albums. It's unbelievable. I have it on vinyl. It makes me so happy. It's a great, if you know someone with a record player, that's a great Christmas present for them. I do it. I do it to lots of people. Um, Someplace Underneath, great show. Natalie Jean and Amber Nelson. Listen to it. It's all part of the last podcast network. I love it. We're about to go on like a little bit of a break, which may be. But you have so many old episodes. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can burn through all oh, of those. Oh, check it all out. But we do like week after week of just like the worst thing you've ever heard. You need breaks. In an, in an entertaining way. So maybe when we take a little time, I won't be such a nervous wreck. Uh, maybe. Is that what it is? Maybe. I mean, you're not bad. It was just like, it was like 
two seconds of the show, you had some negative shit. That yeah. doesn't matter. It's okay. It's, if you had nothing negative, then we would have just been talking positive shit the whole time, and then we wouldn't have overcame <laughs> anything. And a better show. I'm telling you, it's a better show. It's a better show. It's fine. Why don't you tell the people about your Patreon? Well, it's Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. I write a lot of <laughs> of creative writing, of pieces, of things I'm working on. I put it on that. I'm big mm-hmm. into you know. Talk back to me. Let me know how you feel. And sometimes I'll make food and like show you how I cook. Nice. Yeah. I also got a Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. And it's very music based. I put a bunch of playlists on there that are available on Napster and Spotify. And uh, even though I'm not a Spotify boy, but most of you have Spotify. So I make the playlist and I put it on there anyway. Guess you gotta I do it. I literally pay for a Spotify membership just so I could put on playlists so people could listen to them on my Patreon. Really? It's, yeah. I was just like, otherwise I wouldn't even be a part of their fucking horrible company. But I thought that like, because we were on it, we get We are on Spotify. Free, you know, subscribe. We did. Not anymore. Not those anymore. Are, yeah. Those, are, those days are over. My God, we're yeah. all done. Yeah, but um, I, no, we're not done. We're doing better than ever. Yeah, and also I throw up a bunch of uh, stand-up clips and stuff like that. Oh, I got I just booked some stand-up gigs in Florida. Hey, um, March thirtieth through April second, I'm going to be uh, featuring for Nimesh Patel. And I'll be doing Doral, uh, which is Miami, and then West Palm for three nights. I love it. So you you worked with Nimesh in LA. Yeah. Did he invite you to come to Florida? No, I I hit I saw I saw it on his calendar and I was just like I got people in Florida. We're going to go visit the Barnetts and, and yeah. visit and visit Kevin. And so it'll be a nice like cathartic trip. That'll be good. Yeah, I was like let's go see Kev together. Bird Luger forever. Bird Luger for life, man. But that'll be a lot of fun. Um this week, um I'm going to be in um the Atlantic Highlands in New Jersey, showing how America killed my mother. That's going to be playing at the Smod Castle Film Festival December 1st at 9.30 p.m. Great film. Please come check it out. If you can't make it out to the Atlantic Highlands in New Jersey, it's still available at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. To me, it's like, you know, like a Thanksgiving this type of year, I think, is the time that this movie is best. Uh, when everyone's emotions are running high. And, and I got to do it. I got to shout out Biden. For fucking t- going after overdraft fees and, and bounce checks. And it's just like that was like a major part of the film and something that like always drove me crazy is how these banks are taking all this money from the poorest people in this country. And it was a major theme of the film and he's fighting to correct it. I mean, that's all I need. You know, like it was, uh, you know, he's an old fuck. You know, I could think of a million negative things to say about him, but. That's um that's unbelievable. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, we just did an episode on it. If you want to, you know, scour back hidden, a month or so. Yeah, hidden fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Cena, mm-hmm. that was great. Sticker giveaway. Uh, mail us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the brighter side, care of LPN, PO Box four seven zero, North Hollywood, California nine one six. Zero three. You could also just DM us. I got a couple I got to send out. I got some DMs for these. Amber and I just re-upped on stickers. So we're sending them out. I love that we do this. In a much smarter world, we would charge for them. But no. it, I just want to, I love spreading them around. I love sending them to you people. I love that you throw them up in bathrooms yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, I'll give you like a couple that. of them. Put yeah. one in a bathroom. You put one on your laptop. Yeah, or, you know, or just save it as a memento. I don't fucking care. Yeah. We're here for you, baby. You know, remember I was talking about Spotify and Napster? Spotify, I'm Ed Larson. Napster, I'm Eddie Tunes. Thank you so much uh, to our editor, April. Our producer, Madeline, and Maddie, our social media guru, for all the work you do on our show. And I thought a good song today, he might have been a prick, 
but he's a great musician. And I thought this song was perfect for today. Isolation by John Lennon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean to be, be honest, more socially awkward human being that he was. Absolutely. I think unpopular opinion, but a lot of the best musicians were horrible people in real life. I think you have to be full of yourself to get that far. Yeah. You know? like, obviously, if you're a Beatle, like, you know... You're you, probably not a good person. They literally said they were bigger than Jesus, you know? Yeah. You know, so it's just like... Yeah, and, yeah. And at the time, they probably were. But, you know, I don't, don't care. Even... Listen isolation. I love you guys. <laughs> be good to yourselves. And we'll see you next week. Or talk to you. We're not going to actually see you. No, we're going to see you in your dreams. I'm um, looking at you right now. Isolation. <laughs> Just a boy and a little girl Trying to change the whole wide world Isolation The world is just a little town This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.